Proverbs chapter 16, verses 21 and 23. The wise are known for their understanding, and pleasant words are persuasive. Discretion is a life-giving fountain to those who possess it, but discipline is wasted on fools. From a wise mind comes wise speech. The words of the wise are persuasive. Psalm 123, verses 1 through 4. A song for pilgrims ascending to Jerusalem. I lift my eyes to you, O God, enthroned in heaven. We keep looking to the Lord our God for his mercy, just as servants keep their eyes on their master, as a slave girl watches her mistress for the slightest signal. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy for we have had our fill of contempt. We have had more than our fill of the scoffing of the proud and the contempt of the arrogant. Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 26. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day, he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the Beautiful Gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently, and Peter said, Look at us. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you but I'll give you what I do have. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood on his feet, and began to walk. Then, walking, leaping, and praising God, he went into the temple with them. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realized he was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. They all rushed out in amazement to Solomon's colonnade, where the man was holding tightly to Peter and John. Peter saw his opportunity and addressed the crowd. People of Israel, he said, what is so surprising about this? And why stare at us as though we had made this man walk by our own power or godliness? For it is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of all our ancestors, who has brought glory to his servant Jesus by doing this. This is the same Jesus whom you handed over and rejected before Pilate, despite Pilate's decision to release him. You rejected this holy righteous one, and instead demanded the release of a murderer. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead, and we are witnesses of this fact. Through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed, and you know how crippled he was before. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. Friends, I realize that you and your leaders did to Jesus was done in ignorance. 
But God was fulfilling what all the prophets had foretold about the Messiah, that he must suffer these things. Now repent of your sins and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped away. Then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord, and he will again send you Jesus, your appointed Messiah. For he must remain in heaven until the time of the final restoration of all things, as God promised long ago through his holy prophets. Moses said, The Lord your God will raise you, raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. Listen carefully to everything he tells you. Then Moses said, Anyone who will not listen to that prophet will be completely cut off from God's people. Starting with Samuel, every prophet spoke about what is happening today. You are the children of those prophets, and you are included in the covenant God promised to your ancestors. For God said to Abraham, Through your descendants, all the families on earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant Jesus, he sent him first to you people of Israel to bless you by turning each of you back from your sinful ways. 2 Samuel chapter 23 verse 24 through chapter 24 verse 25. Other members of the 30 included Ashel, Joab's brother, Elhanan, son of Dodo from Bethlehem, Shema from Harod, Elika from Harod, Helez from Pelon, Ira, son of Ikesh from Tekoa, Abiezar from Anathoth, Sibakai from Husha, Zalman from Aoha, Maharai, Maharai from Netopha, Heled from Baana from son of Baana from Netopha, Ethai, son of Ribai, from Gibeah, or Gibeah, in the land of Benjamin, Benaiah from Pirathon, Hurai from Nahale Gaash, Abi Albon from Araba, Asmaveth from Bahurim, Eliabba from Shaal Bon, the sons of Jashan, Jonathan son of Shagi, from Harar, Ahiam son of Sharar, from Harar, Eliphelet, son of Ahasabai, from Maaka, Eliam, son of Ahathophel, from Gilboa, Hezro, from Carmel, Paarai, from Arba, Egal, son of Nathan, from Zobah, Bani, from Gad, Zelek, from Ammon, Nahari, from Beeroth, the armor-bearer of Joab, son of Zuriah, Ira from Jatir, Gareb from Jatir, Uriah the Hittite. There were twenty-seven in all. Once again, the anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he caused David to harm them by taking a census. Go and count the people of Israel and, Ju and Judah, the Lord told him. So the king said to Joab and the commanders of the army, Take a census of all the tribes of Israel, from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south, so I may know how many people there are. But Joab replied to the king, May the Lord your God 
let you live to see a hundred times as many people as there are now. But why, my lord, the king, do you want to do this? But the king insisted that they take the census. So Joab, the commander, and the commanders of the army went out to count the people of Israel. First they crossed the Jordan and camped at Aror, south of the town in the valley, in the direction of Gad. Then they went to Jazir, then to Gilead in the land of Tahatim Hochi, and to Dan Ja'an, and around to Sidon. Then they came to the fortress of Tyre, and all the towns of the Hivites and Canaanites. Finally they went south to Judah, as far as Beersheba. Having gone through the entire land for nine months and twenty days, they returned to Jerusalem. Joab reported the number of people to the king. There were 800,000 capable warriors in Israel who could handle a sword, and 500,000 in Judah. But after he had taken the census, David's conscience began to bother him, and he said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly by taking the census. Please forgive my guilt, Lord, for doing this foolish thing. The next morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Gad, who was David's seer. This was the message. Go and say to David, This is what the Lord says. I will give you three choices. Choose one of these punishments, and I will inflict it on you. So Gad came to David and asked him, Will you choose three years of famine throughout your land, three months of fleeing from your enemies, or three days of severe plague throughout your land? Think this over and decide what the answer I should give to the Lord who sent me will be. I'm in a desperate situation, David replied to Gad, but let us fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is great. Do not let me fall into human hands. So the Lord sent a plague upon Israel that morning, and it lasted for three days. A total of 70,000 people died throughout the nation, from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south. But as the angel was preparing to destroy Jerusalem, the Lord relented and said to the death angel, Stop, that is enough. At that moment, the angel of the Lord was by the threshing floor of Aruna, the Jebusite. When David saw the angel, he said to the Lord, I am the one who has sinned and done wrong, but these people are as innocent as sheep. What have they done? Let your anger fall against me and my family. That day Gad came to David and said to him, Go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arunah, the Jebusite. So David went up to do what the Lord had commanded him. When Arunah saw the king and his men coming toward him, he came and bowed before the king with his face to the ground. Why have you come, my lord the king? Arunah asked. David replied, I have come to buy your threshing floor and to build an altar to the Lord there so that he will stop the plague. Take it, my lord the king, and use it as you wish, Aruna said to David. Here are oxen for the burnt offering, and you can use the threshing boards and ox yokes for wood to build a fire on the altar. 
I will give it all to you, your majesty, may, and may the Lord your God accept your sacrifice. But the king replied to Aruna, No, I insist on buying it, for I will not present burnt offerings to the Lord, my God, that have cost me nothing. So David paid him fifty pieces of silver for the threshing floor and the oxen. David built an altar there to the Lord and sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings. And the Lord answered his prayer for the land. And the plague of Israel was stopped. And that concludes the reading of the word for June the 5th.